You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. episode of the digital state of mind as you may be able to hear in my voice i'm a little bit sick i'm getting over being sick i don't know what's going on with me i i told you guys in last week's episode that i um we took a break week because it was new year's but also because i was sick and i it feels the same as i feel now i thought that that time it was just like really bad allergies or something Um, And that could be the case now, I guess, but I'm like, I don't know what allergies that would be this time of year, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe I'm just getting a cold. I feel like everyone's getting sick right now, but the show must go on and we are here with another episode. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about casual marketing, the future of casual marketing. This is something I've been noticing since I would say like mid-22 and I've been kind of keeping my eye on it and I'm excited to talk to you all about that a little bit and what I think it means, um, what I mean by casual marketing, how you can implement that in your business, what I've kind of noticed about it. But before I dive into that, I wanted to remind all of you that are listening that the next round of DCA, DCA 10.0, can't believe we've done, we're about to go into our 10th round, it's so wild, starts on January 23rd. So whenever you're listening to this, it will be a week from when you're listening to it. If you're listening to it on Monday the, oh God, what date is that? Monday the 16th. Yes, a week from Monday the 16th. So Monday, January 23rd, we are going to be officially starting. We have around 10 spots left, which is crazy. The spots went really fast for this round. We had, we already were almost halfway full before January even started. I think we still had like a month left before we actually started and we were around halfway full, which is pretty fast. So yeah, I'm super, super excited to dive into that round. If you are wanting to sign up, um, I will put the link to sign up for DCA in the show notes. And it's also in my bio on Instagram if you want to head over there. But it's going to be fun. DCA is an 11-week course that teaches you all about building your business, starting your business, marketing your business, working with clients. There's tons of modules in there, all taught by me. We have two weekly group calls together that are all recorded if you need to miss any of them. You have Monday through Friday Slack access to me, so you can message me every single day, ask me any questions you want. You also have Monday through Friday access to Sydney, who is my co-coach. And then pretty much every single week, we bring in a guest expert to talk about things like sales, confidence, marketing, branding, graphic design, social media management, mindset, systems, automations, finance, just anything that you could think of that you would need to really take your business to the next level. And 
The cool thing about DCA is that it also, you know, it's something that you can come back to in the future. A lot of the students, you know, six months later are still watching content from DCA because they're at different points in their business and they need to refer back to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really fun course. We also have a vault of trainings for all of you that are, I think we have like 20 trainings at this point covering all different kinds of programs and trainings on different things that you'll be offering in your business or using for your business or your client's business. And it's, there's been a lot of blood, sweat and tears that have gone into building at Digital Creatives Academy. And I'm really, really proud of what it is today. Hundreds of students have used this to start their business, become booked out. We've had students in DCA that have gone on to make six figures a year, multiple six figures a year, have been featured in Business Insider, have built an agency, have become graphic designers, brand designers, marketing specialists, and it's so fun to watch everybody grow. But if you're interested in signing up for that, one week left. I will be going out of town actually next weekend. Well, if you're listening, it's this weekend. I'm filming, I'm recording this on the 12th, so I keep getting timing mixed up, but I'm going to be going out of town for a wedding to Pennsylvania. It's going to be pretty cold, which I'm excited about. It hasn't been too crazy cold here in South Carolina. I think it's like 50 right now, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, that'll be fun. I haven't been to a wedding and I feel like I see other people going to weddings all the time. I don't know what what my life is because <laughs> I haven't been to a wedding. Actually, I think I've only been to like three weddings in my life, which is kind of crazy. I haven't been to a wedding since I think 2017 or 2016. So this is my first wedding in a long time. I've had friends that have gotten married at scratch that I've, I went to a wedding in 2019, but it was more, uh, casual like it wasn't a full-blown wedding um I feel like that's what my friends end up usually doing like last year whenever I got married um we eloped in Florida and then a month before that two of our best friends had eloped and then they just had like a party at their parents house a couple months later which was fun so maybe that's what it is I my friend group just gets eloped eloped and actually having a wedding so I'm really excited I love weddings I love going to weddings and watching the ceremony and partying and yeah it's really fun so I'm excited to go to an actual wedding for the first time in years but anyways let's dive into this episode all right so I started my business officially in March of 2020, so I'm coming up on my three-year anniversary of owning my business, which is really wild. It does not feel like it's been three years. So much has happened in that time, but it has flown by, and it has been such an amazing whirlwind experience. And so with having a business for three years in the online space that has evolved and I've had so many opportunities and thankfully I've continued to grow during that time I have seen a lot I have seen a lot of business owners come and go I've seen a lot of different offers I've seen a lot of different programs some of them really successful some of them not so successful I have launched a bunch of different programs and products and courses 
And I've seen a lot shift in the marketing world. And that's been really interesting to see over the past few years. I think that 2020 and 2021 were such a huge boom for online businesses. I mean, it was wild the amount of people coming into the online space. And obviously a lot of that was to do with COVID and people kind of being in a panic, like, okay, I just got laid off from my job. I need to figure out what I'm doing and shifting into the online space and creating really successful businesses. And I think for a while it was pretty easy to market your business. And and when I say that, marketing is never easy because it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of knowing the nuance of how people buy and what people watch and what catches people's attention. But I think because of the fact that there is so much content out there right now, especially in places like TikTok, it takes it takes a different approach in order for you to be successful and to grab people's attentions. It is no question that over the past three years, our attention spans have diminished tenfold because of how much content we're seeing, how much we're being exposed to, how many creators creators we're being exposed to, how many business owners we're being exposed to, how many offers and products and selling, and it's just nonstop. So what I think that I saw the most Whenever I first started my business, you know, obviously I was marketing myself as a virtual assistant. And um, once I started switching into the coaching space, what I noticed from the coaches that I was following on Instagram is that most of them were following a very specific plan. You know, when, when it comes to marketing and when it comes to launching, whether you're launching like new services as a virtual assistant or, you know, whether you're launching a course as a coach, there's typically a launch plan that you have, right? And that can vary from anywhere to two to four weeks, sometimes even longer. You know, you're warming your audience up. Maybe you have a freebie. You typically have email sequences that you're following. You have a plan for what you're going to be posting on social media. And that was just kind of the default, right? That's what everyone did. That's what everyone taught you to do. That's what you were supposed to do. And so whenever I pivoted into coaching, I was really nervous because I was like, this just does not feel right to me. It doesn't feel right to me to come up with this elaborate, you know, launch plan. And in my head, it was like, well, what if it doesn't work? And it just doesn't feel like casual enough in a way for the audience that I was trying to reach, which was, you know, younger people who were maybe college dropouts or were at that crossroads of, should I start, you know, should I go to college? Should I start my own business? What should I do? It just didn't feel like that's something that would really appeal to them, but that's what I saw everyone doing. Um, and a spoiler alert, I didn't go that route. I started TikTok and you know found my people there. But this, my point in saying all of this is that for a long time, that has been the industry standard is to have a very clear, you know, strict launch plan that you're following that leads up to when you're launching and this kind of carries through in your business as well we I you know I think I definitely before up until maybe like mid 2022 saw people posting the same type of content on Instagram um, there wasn't as much room for things like memes or funny videos or showing your personality as much obviously we all know it's important to show your personality and that has been important for as long as online businesses have existed but it all felt like there was more of like a formal air to it than it does now and I think I really started to see that shift in 
like I said, mid 2022. So the past like six to eight months, I've kind of been like, huh, something, something's in the air, something is changing. And then I started to see it even more so, I would say within the past like five months. So what I've been seeing is that there are so many people right now shifting over to more casual marketing where the focus of your marketing is not so much on like sell, sell, sell. It's more so on showing who you are as a person in order to pull those people that, you know, hopefully want to work with you towards you by means of that rather than trying to constantly explain to them why they should work with you. Um, I think that the reason that this has become so prevalent lately is because of the fact that people are overwhelmed with so much selling and so much repetitive content. You know, I see this even with service providers like virtual assistants and social media managers and copywriters, etc. I see, you know, people making posts like what is a virtual assistant or um, what is a social media manager? And while information like that can be useful in certain scenarios, saying it in a very repetitive way that a lot of other people have already said it is not going to get you very far. And truthfully, people just kind of people just kind of uh, tune out when they see stuff like that. Whenever I start seeing the same type of content on my For You page, or <laughs> For You page, I, yeah, I guess my For You page, but also on my homepage on Instagram, I just start scrolling past it. Like I just become disconnected when I see people talking about the same things over and over again, or, you know, repeating content that I've seen a million other people post. That type of content does not appeal to me anymore. Um, what appeals to me is educational content that's actually teaching me something. So if, you know, someone made a video about like content ideas for coaches, that would be interesting to me. Or if you made a video showing a more like funny, uh, personal side of you, that's also something that's interesting to me. Or if you used a funny video like that to kind of add on to your point, even if it's an educational point. And if you're kind of confused on what I mean by this, you can take a look at where I did this recently in my, um, it was a post on my Instagram from January 4th, and I'm talking about uh, 2023 and kind of the ups and downs, the good and bad side of being a business owner. And I linked a video of me in that post, like falling down this dock ramp. And I that got so much engagement because it showed people a side of my personality. It showed people a side that wasn't just totally polished and put together like a lot of us present ourselves on social media. And it also kind of related to the post because I was like, this is how I'm sliding into 2023. Now, this is not like some comedic genius post, but it's a small example of how you can infuse your personality and your personal life into a post to grab people's attention in the way that you would not had I just posted a picture with, you know, a caption that didn't really add a ton of my personality. People are starting to relate to that content so much more because I think that with the influx of creators and business owners and content and just, you know, being in the online space in general, you're just exposed to so much content that I think that our need to connect with people on a deeper level is stronger and more intense now than it ever has been before. And I think that a way that you can kind of, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my God. <laughs> 
whatever way that you can kind of compare this to real life is think about if you're scrolling on TikTok and you come across an ad and maybe you really, really, maybe you actually would really like the product. So let's say someone is trying to sell you um, a like set of pots, okay? Let's say you scroll across a video and it's a like super perfectly lit, um, they have like their LED ring light on them, they're sitting down, they're holding up the pot and they're like, I'm so obsessed with these new pots that I got from blah, blah, blah. That's fine and they may get the information across in the exact same way, but there's something that feels a little bit stuffy and planned about it versus if you were scrolling upon someone's video and they're like in their kitchen and they're casually just like okay listen I need to put you guys onto these pans because I have never cared about this before and this has literally changed my life and you can literally see them using the pans and there's this casual air to it you feel like you're on FaceTime with someone you feel like you actually are connecting with the person more than the previous person who was sitting down with their ring light perfectly polished makeup perfectly done you know lighting is great sounds like they're reading from a script trying to sell you on these pots you know the message is the same but it's done differently it's done in a more casual way in the second example i can guarantee you that you're going to relate so much more to the second example and you may even buy the pots because of that so i think that this kind of it's not the exact same um, application when it comes to marketing your business but I think that that's a good example of how we actually are starting to connect with people and what we find interesting and I think that this is going to become so so important as businesses go on as marketing starts to change and evolve over the next you know couple of years it almost reminds me of YouTube. You know, before with YouTube, there was kind of a, like for a while, I would say from like around 2015, maybe even earlier than that, like 2013, there was this air to it that was very casual and it was like not perfect quality videos and people were just in their room and it was, you know, their room wasn't perfectly clean and it was just fun to be able to watch them and feel like you were connecting with them. And then over time, we kind of saw it start to become more formal and edited really well and um, you know great lighting great setups and everything felt a little more formal and now we're kind of getting back into that casual side of things first person I think of for example example is Emma Chamberlain showing up as herself not editing things out when she's doing something that isn't quote-unquote perfect you know showing up with no makeup being super casual about it that's what we love because we feel like we are friends with this person and we feel like we are starting to know them so I think this is going to become something that is so important to implement in your marketing as a business owner. Obviously, this is important for content creators, but if you are a business owner, I have seen so many business owners in the past six months to eight months start to incorporate content on their profile that is more along the lines of, you know, day in the lives or behind the scenes. Or um, I even saw, you know, a business owner that I follow and that I've actually worked with, hired to work, uh, do something for me before. 
she posted a video on her business profile that was like, come get a tattoo with me. And that's such a random thing to post on a business account because you would think, okay, how is this actually correlating to my business? How is this helping me get clients? But I was fascinated with that video because I like tattoos. I thought it was fun. It was something different than what I was seeing repeatedly on my homepage. And it made me feel like I knew more of her and of her personality. So that that's kind of an example of what I'm talking about in terms of incorporating this with your with your business as well. And even it also makes me think of, you know, recently a reel that we did was kind of showing like uh, it showed a picture of me and it was talking about like the things that I've uh, accomplished, like me as a seven figure business owner or something like that. And then the next picture was me with bleached eyebrows with no makeup on. I looked literally like a crazy person. And it was like also me as a seven figure business owner. And that's just, that's, it's a more lighthearted way to market yourself, market your services, because not only am I still talking about my business and what I've accomplished as a business owner, but I'm doing it in a more fun way that isn't just strictly talking about business. So when it comes to this, obviously it's not, I'm not saying that should strictly be or solely be what type of content you're posting by any means. Obviously it's really important to have a well-rounded mix of education and being vulnerable and showing results that you're getting for your clients or for yourself in your business. But it's also really important to start to integrate this type of casual marketing, especially if you are right now maybe struggling in your business or you are contemplating starting a business, I think thinking about this, either implementing this in your strategy currently or thinking about implementing this into your strategy whenever you actually do start your business is gonna be super, super helpful for you because this is something that can help you stand out, help you come across as more relatable, help your clients or potential clients actually connect with you on a personal level rather than just feeling like what you're posting is the same as everyone else. So for example, with me on my profile, we make sure to have a well-rounded combination of different type of content. So we have educational graphics, but then we're also starting to mix in more, you know, videos and reels that show my personality. Even something as simple as, you know, recently I posted a video of me on my walking pad in my office. And that's not something that's like humorous or funny or a joke that's showing my personality, but it's showing more of my lifestyle and it's more of a casual approach casual video that relates to my caption where I was talking about 2023 resolutions I think that sometimes we avoid that type of content whether it's more like humor or lifestyle or behind the scenes or showing clips from like moments in your personal life i think sometimes we avoid that because we want to avoid being deemed as unprofessional especially when we're first starting out in the online space because a lot of us are shifting into the online business world from corporate jobs or nine to fives or you know being in an office where you have to present yourself a certain way you have to show up in a certain way and especially when you are you know applying for jobs creating your resume doing interviews we're often told what is professional and what is not professional and we often tend to carry that those beliefs into the online space and sometimes that can hold us back because you know a lot of times i will have um 
students who are afraid to cuss because they think it might, you know, come off as unprofessional, who are afraid to show up on their stories without being fully, like, full makeup on and being dressed up or are afraid to, you know, post more vulnerable things about them because they don't want to show their weaknesses. And that's simply not how it is in the online space. All of those things are going to make your audience relate to you more. Of course, if you are trying to, you know, (laughs) have this like super elegant, luxury, high ticket client brand, then I wouldn't necessarily say like, you know, there, there's, it depends on what type of client you're trying to attract and how you show up and how you present yourself. But cussing or showing up without makeup or being vulnerable or showing your emotion, those things are not inherently unprofessional. We've just labeled them to be that because of the society that is around us. So, you know, I think that it's, also important to be aware of that when with your content and whenever you are starting a business profile, starting to really try to kind of break down or deconstruct the things that you deemed as unprofessional and rather to turn it into, could showing up in this way show more of my personality? If I'm showing up, you know, strictly as what I deem as professional, am I just kind of going to get thrown into the void of every other business owner out there that is am I not going to make myself stand out in any way those are important things to think about so like I said if you are someone who's an established business owner or you are starting out as a new business owner and you are struggling to find clients or you feel like your engagement has gone down or you're just feeling like you're not as connected to your audience I would definitely recommend starting to implement this more You know, obviously, like I said, it could be using humor in your posts. It could be showing your lifestyle. So showing your office, showing you on a walking pad, showing you taking a a walk in the middle of the day. Um, It could be things like day in the lives. I think that something that I would love to see more from people in my audience or people that I follow is day in the life as a business owner or my morning routine as a business owner or what I ate in a day as a business owner. I think those videos are super entertaining as far as content goes on things like TikTok and turning that into the business side of things and and showing that side of yourself and kind of how it relates to your business, but also making it still lifestyle is something I think would get a lot of engagement. Um, The behind the scenes of your work day, you could even do day in the lives on your story if you're the type of person who's like, I don't know if I have the time to commit to filming a day in the life video because I won't even lie, they are a little bit time consuming. I've done a few, but I typically end up doing them on my stories a lot of the time. That's one of my 2023 goals is to get more into you know, filming, day in the lives, etc. because the more you do it, the faster and more efficient you are at it. But you can always do it on your story just to kind of get a feel for it and to connect to your audience more. Um, showing clips from your personal life. So even just whenever you're out on the town or you take a vacation, having whoever you're with just film random clips of you doing certain different things. It could even just be walking around the city and then using that in your content. It gives that more casual feel to it. And this is also a great way for 
for you to get more bang for your bunk, bunk, bang for your buck in terms of content goes and being able to use one video and break that into a, a lot of shorter clips and then use that for a reel. Um, I have a lot of people who, you know, message me about content creation and struggling to find the time to do it and feeling like they have to sit down and batch out, you know, all of these reels and all of these TikTok videos and they have to get ready for them and change their outfit and et cetera, et cetera. And I think that we forget that that type of content, like, you know, you setting up your tripod and filming yourself working on your computer, you can save that video in your reservoir of content and post it, you know, a few days later or edit it a few days later at night when you're not ready at all or when you're feeling sick and then use that to still post something on your page but you've already filmed it. You don't have to put the work into getting ready. Same thing with those types of videos where you're out and about and you have someone just casually film you doing certain things or you know, film walking behind you, film you walking across the street, film you at a coffee shop. Those types of videos are great because you can use them for so many different types of content, but you also still have that casual side to them. And that's really what I'm referring to when I mention casual marketing. All right, so I think that about does it for this episode. It's a bit of a shorter one. I think we're about 30 minutes. Um, but I just wanted to, I wanted to make an episode about this because I think that it's something really smart to start integrating and to start thinking about and also just take notice of this. Take notice of what type of content you, you know, connect with the most on Reels, on TikTok, um, because chances are a lot of your audience is going to connect with you in the same way that you connect to other people's content. So it's something that is really interesting to start taking note of that and then trying different things out. It's going to take some trial and error. You know, we've tried out a ton of different things on my profile from memes to different types of videos to, you know, different types of reels and filming in different locations. And it, some of them are like, you know what, this is a, did not get as much engagement as we thought it would. And some of them get crazy good engagement. And we're like, okay, now we know that we need to make more of that type of content. So it's going to take some trial and error. It's not going to be perfect. It takes time to figure out what your audience connects with the most. But I really encourage all of you to get out of your comfort zone and try different things. We often tend to box ourselves into what we see other people doing. And from experience, I can tell you that for myself and also for my students, typically the things that really propel their business and help them reach new heights and new levels within their business is trying things that they haven't seen other people doing, pushing themselves out of their comfort zone, experimenting with things, not knowing how it's going to work. If you try something out and it doesn't go exactly how you want it to be, you're going to learn a really valuable lesson from that. And it's kind of like process of elimination as well, getting you closer to figuring out what those things are that really work best for your account and for your business. So don't be afraid to try new things, even though it's scary. Alrighty. So I hope everyone has a great week. By the time you're listening to this, we're going to be halfway through January, which is really scaring me that I already feel like 2023 is going too fast. 
But yeah, also, if you listened to last week's episode where we were talking about anonymous thoughts and some hot takes um, from with the online space, let me know how you enjoyed that episode. I mentioned at the end of it that if you want a part two to let me know. So shoot me a quick DM if you want a part two because that was a really fun episode and I'm excited to hear more feedback about it. So yeah, thanks for listening and I will talk to all of you next week. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at the Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? <laughs> Talk to you next time.